3: area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program, everyone. Remember that number. Let me give it to you one more time. That's area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss. And, as always, prophecy is on my mind. But that's not the only thing. The other thing that is on my mind is how well you can respond to the questions I have concerning biblical prophecy today. But, of course, anything that is on your mind that has to do with the Word of God is welcome here. Because, as I've always said, as long as we're talking about the Bible. We are accomplishing our goal because, after all, this is Bible Talk. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Turn in your Bible, turn in your Bible, if you will, to Revelation chapter 12. I would like for you to explain to me, okay? in as much detail as you can, what is going on in Revelation chapter 12 and starting at verse 7, right? Where it says this, Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found Anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan that, de- that deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Wow, that's a lot of accusation, isn't it? But it goes on. Verse 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Look at that. Sounds like some real serious business, doesn't it, here it in uh, Revelation 12 and 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore it says in verse 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. Wow. Verse 12. Let me read that uh, to you again. Just verse 12 here. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Go to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. My question to you, anyone who wants to take up the challenge, is this. What is Revelation chapter 12 from verse 7 to verse 12 talking about? What is Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 to 12 talking about? What is it describing? If you know, if you think you know, give us a call. area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss, and of course, any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here, that same number applies, area code 866-423-9578, any question about the Bible, Christian living, uh, theology, okay, the cult. The kingdom of the cults, just give us a call. But I do have uh, some stuff on the table from the book of Revelation in chapter 12. How do you answer that? What is being described in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 to 12? That number once again, here at Code 866-423-9578. Great to be with you. Pastor the Moss, Pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, and then to let you know uh, what's happening uh, in our services. We have Sunday services, and also, before I talk about the Sunday service, uh, just to let you know that on October 31st, October uh, we are having what we call a spiritual warfare. Conference. That's right. It's a spiritual warfare conference okay, where we don't come there to celebrate Halloween or trick-or-treating or anything of that nature. We come there to learn how not to uh, have fun with the devil or how to uh, learn how to trick-or-treat or any of that stuff. We gather together to wage spiritual warfare against the powers of darkness because, to be honest with you, that's what Halloween is all about. We'll be talking about it, the origins of it, and why Christians should not be participating in it. Some of you will use that as an an opportunity to evangelize, and that that has some merits to it. People come to the door, they say trick-or-treat, and you give them candy, but also you put a Bible track in the bag, all right? But basically, we need to steer away from Halloween because it really doesn't have anything to do with Uh, Christianity. We tried to come up with a deterrent for it in the past uh, where we uh, came up with All Saints Day, where we would celebrate the lives and deaths of famous saints. Uh, But the best thing, I think, altogether is just to avoid Halloween. It really doesn't have anything to do with the Bible. And there are churches who go too far in trying to uh, do something In a church that makes sense on Halloween, and I'm here to tell you, the only thing that does make sense is for us to come against the powers of darkness and the uh, occultic things that happen at that particular time. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Your job is to interpret Revelation... Chapter 12, starting at verse 7, where I read to you that there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. Where where in the world is this happening in heaven? When did this happen? What is the time period of it, right? Verse 8, and they prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and the angels were cast out with him. Now, that's the angels that followed him. Some did not. They stayed with God. And praise God for that. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Very sober comment there that we have to be willing to give up our lives for the sake of serving Jesus Christ our Lord, bringing others to Christ. Verse 12. Here's a key verse, really needs an explanation, which says in Revelation 12 and 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. Once again, he has come down unto you, the devil has come down unto you having great wrath because he knows that he has but a short time. What in the world, or I should say, what in the Bible is this talking about? If you know, if you think you know, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. You can call with an answer to my question or... You can call with any question that is on your mind. This is your program, TakeOver, okay, ready for you, because as long as we're talking about the Bible, I am satisfied. That is what we're supposed to be doing. And also, just want to remind you that it's strictly biblical, still going on. We are meeting with... A Uh, a nice group of church folks who are letting us use their facility until we find our own church building. And we're looking for that, asking for God to guide us. But just to let you know, in the interim, you can still get involved with strictly biblical Bible teaching ministries. We meet uh, on Sundays and also Mondays as well at the United Methodist Church. That's the United Methodist Church, 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile, In Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. Once again, we meet 205 at the United Methodist Church, North Main Street, on 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. Uh, Definitely appreciate you to come to that Sunday service, and don't miss our spiritual warfare conference. Spiritual warfare conference, where we will be going into detail about how to stay away from the occult and stay away from any kind of celebration that has to do with the devil. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And there's a lot of intriguing verses here in Revelation chapter 12. One of them that really arrests my attention is... Uh, Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, where it says, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them, and woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knows, he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Wow! What period is that talking about this short time period? What in the world is being described in Revelation chapter 12? Okay? What about the devil being kicked out of heaven? Okay? Which Is this talking about what happened in the past or something that happens in the future? What in the world is it talking about? Do you know? If you think you know, give us a call at 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Be glad to take your call on any subject as long as it's biblical. It is welcome here. Uh, be glad to talk about it because, as I say, as long as we are Bible talking, we're doing what we are supposed to do and what we need to do on this particular program. So, just give us a call. Area code eight six six. Four two three nine five seven eight. Our technician is waiting there. I think it's Luke. Uh, he's uh, our technician with the biblical name. Uh, I think he's working the, uh, pushing the buttons for us today uh, and uh, doing a very good job of doing it. But we encourage you to call and be a part of this program dealing with my question or actually with anything that is on your mind as long as it is biblical and theological it is welcome here. And you can call us right now at area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And if you call, okay, do your very best job to give us an answer, okay? Nobody's going to laugh at you, nobody's going to put you down. You know why? Because nobody knows everything about this Bible. Well, we're going to go and see what Marion Holly knows. Hello, Marion. Oh,
4: Gary? Okay, how are you doing, Gary? Yes, this is Gary from Holly. How you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, hope you're doing good. Uh, this is a very interesting situation and in what you just read in uh, Revelation 12. I believe I have the answer. Okay. There was war in heaven, Michael and his angels fought against the dragons, and the dragon fought and his angels. Uh, this took place when one third of the stars fell and before Adam was created. And if you read Genesis, the first chapter, have you ever heard uh Pastor Katz in Arkansas? he's got a a video on this that tells about this information When well, well, these angels were cast out of heaven, and Lucifer was over them, and when it, God first it said he made the heaven and the earth, that's when these angels were cast down on earth. Adam and Eve had not been created yet. okay that's what um that I believe, and then it said he prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven, so they were kicked out of heaven, so they lost their authority in heaven. So this was the past. And the great okay. dragon was cast out, That that old servant called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So they were cast out in this beginning earth that God created. If you read Genesis 1 and 2, you see that where uh, they caused havoc on earth. So God had to remake it. Charles Capps tells about that. Do you ever hear of Charles Capps?
3: Yeah, I have. I've heard the, the good and the bad from Charles Capps. So hopefully he got this accurate in terms of prophecy.
4: Well, this part where the first two verses there, or three verses, they were cast out of heaven. So Lucifer used to be one of the top people in in heaven, but he rebelled against God, and God knew. He said in the beginning he was a a liar. So God knew what what uh, the—I don't know if they have a soul, if angels have souls, but he knew what the devil was going to do. And he knew how he would deceive mankind, Uh, Adam and Eve, he would deceive them. So God knew all that. So going to 10 verse and i heard a loud voice saying in heaven now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down who accused them before our god day and night so this actually will be the future when god stops the devil this will be uh, he comes to his end and it's getting closer to that time and it said and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony this time of christians that will live for the Lord and o- overcome the evil one and do the will of God. It said they love not their lives unto their death. There's, have you ever seen Pax's Book of Martyrs or read that? Uh-huh. There's a lot of people have been murdered because uh, they lived for God, they did the will of God, of Jesus, and they died for the gospel's sake. If you remember Revelation, it said there would be those who were martyred in Revelation 6 chapter, oh, yeah. There's they're under the altar.
3: So what you're telling me, there is is that here in Revelation 12 and 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he hath but a short time. Now, what does that mean yes. when it says uh, short time is all he has?
4: Okay, the Lord knows that um, there's a period of time given in Revelation the, de- the devil, that most of the world is going to worship the Antichrist, it tells in the scripture of Re- Revelation 10 through 13. And only mm-hmm. those that are the true believers will not worship him. And many people are going to die and said he's going to overcome the saints of God. And for those who have lived for the Lord and live in the truth, live in the word of God, what the apostles taught, that they will live for the Lord, but some will die. It says now, the well,
3: devil will kill the is true. But when we look at verse 12, yeah, all the elements there, but there's one key thing here that um, uh, where well, we need some insight because it says in Revelation 12 and 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea! For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he hath but a short time. Now, what happens if it's a short time, seemingly this isn't talking about, Okay. Uh, when he was first cast out of heaven, okay? Because then we know when he was first uh, kicked out of heaven, you and I both know where we wind up reading about him. That would be in Genesis in the Garden of Eden, okay? So uh, that couldn't be the short time, him being in uh, the Garden of Eden. So when is this short time, Gary?
4: Well, we're getting closer to the time when the temple will be built, but the war of God has got to take place before that. Because the enemies will be, be buried in Israel. So and then, word, after this, so this isn't then uh, they'll rebuild the temple, uh, cleanse, cleanse the area, and rebuild the temple. It How tells Revelation mean? 11. You remember that?
3: This is not talking about the first time he was kicked out, because when he was kicked out the first time, uh, all right? No,
4: this is later.
3: In, in Eden, in the Garden of Eden. Okay? So when it says no, this here, is later. he's
4: in the earth right now, but he'll be taken away his authority by God. A big pardon? God will take away his authority in the earth. We have a lot of evil people, a we're lot of still, evil nations, and
3: evil uh, governments. you got me, you got me uh, uh, shooting arrows, and all the time we're missing the target. Right? Verse 12, but what you're saying, I see where you're coming from. Definitely he's kicked out. But this couldn't have been him being kicked out in the beginning, because in the beginning he was kicked out because we always see him in the Garden of Eden. Okay? But here, verse 12, therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath, because he knows he has but a short time. Now, if this was the beginning, okay, uh, when he was kicked out and then we, you know, wound up in the garden tempting Adam and Eve, that wouldn't be um, in that short time. That's a long time, okay, because that was the beginning of everything, okay. So, what does this verse mean? Now, you helped us a lot. I appreciate it. Maybe someone else can add some more. Uh, information to this Gary but as always appreciate your comments and your insight that number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss that's the verse you listeners out there don't be chicken some of you know the answer Revelation 12 12 and Gary did a good job Uh, at least summing up some things that we know happened right he was an angel okay he was in heaven with the other angels Uh, now we always when it comes down to the devil we want to say he was the biggest honcho of the angels in heaven no he wasn't he was a cherub okay a cherub a guardian angel we know exactly what his position was it's described over in the book of Genesis, okay? Uh, Michael, the archangel, which means the first angel, he was really the one in charge of the angelic host, okay? And, of course, God was over him, okay? So that's what we're looking at here. But verse 12, "Mm, therefore rejoice, you heavens, okay? And this is in Revelation 12 and 12. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because that's a whole lot of inhabitants in this time, and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. Now, I know that there's someone out there in Bible land, okay, who has an answer to this prophetic problem. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
5: Human trafficking is the fastest-growing form of organized crime on the planet. There are more than 40 million people enslaved today around the world. 80% of the victims are women and children. One of the things that makes these women and children vulnerable is a lack of access to food and clean water. And that's where SOS International comes in. For more than 20 years, they've worked to prevent women and children from being pulled into slavery by providing them with food and clean water. And today we're asking you to help in this transformative mission. For just $50, you can provide a month's worth of food food for a family of 4 in an at-risk community. Your generous gift not only provides food for a mom and her kids, but also allows SOS and their local care partners to help keep them protected from traffickers. Call 866-343-4717. 866-343-4717. If you give right now, a very generous friend of SOS will double your gift to reach twice as many families. So please call 866-343-4717. You can also give online by clicking the SOS banner at faithtalkdetroit.
6: One in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. Salem Media Group Detroit has partnered with Carmanos Cancer Institute during October to bring awareness to the most common cancer diagnosed in women around the world. Early detection is the best prevention. Cancer is the most curable in its early stages, with many more treatment options and a much higher survival rate. For more information and to schedule your mammogram, go to carmanos.org forward slash health. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt?
5: I owe the IRS $37,000.
6: Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS.
5: Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything.
6: Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free.
5: I would
2: recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief.
0: Just call 800-506-5803. 800-506-5803. Don't wait. Call now. 800-506-5803. 800-506-5803.
3: number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory marsh and we've got a caller on <laughs> and, and and luke gave it to me but i forgot his name but are you still with us brother
2: <laughs> <laughs> you must be talking about me how's my brother That's right in i'm talking about you?
3: you what's your name sir
2: it's bill in oakland township
3: bill okay sounds like i've talked to you before
2: yeah at least at least once before (laughs) (laughs) How's my brother doing (laughs) hey i i so much want to jump on board on what you and gary were talking about but i actually want to address today i want to address a phone call you had uh not long ago when a when a caller called and asked you about a sin that does not lead to death yeah and uh and I've done a study. I did a study from your conversation. Praise God for that. And uh, I have two sins that I'm aware of that don't lead to death, and this is all scriptural. Um, it's the repented sin and the sin that we're not aware of. This all stemmed out of 1 John 5:16 through 17. I'll read it real quick for the listener. If you uh-huh. see any brother or sister commit a sin that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give them life. I refer to those whose sin does not lead to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I am not saying that you should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin, and there is a and there is sin that does not lead to death. So uh-huh. now if we jump if we jump down to here's where you open your Bible, Pastor <laughs>
5: If we jump down to
2: Romans, to Romans 7, 8 through 13, it says, But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of covenant. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life, and I died. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death for, for sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment deceived me and, and through the commandment put me to death. So then the law is holy and the commandment is holy, righteous and good. Did that, which is good, then become death to me by no means. Nevertheless, in order that sin might be recognized as sin it used what is good to bring about my death so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful and then the, the the first part of what i answered was genesis two sixteen, when the lord god commanded man you are free to eat from any tree and he talks about the knowledge of good and evil that when you eat from it so it's the knowledge of good and evil that goes with that. So, if someone ever calls and asks you about a sin that doesn't lead to death, it's it's the repented sin. If we repent of a sin, it doesn't lead to death. Absolutely. It's a sin that we're not aware of. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: the sins that you are forgiven for uh, of uh, are uh, things that you are not. You know, you don't know uh, that you're sinning, or what happens is you have asked forgiveness for that sin. He will forgive us for every sin, but we have to acknowledge it. So you're right, the sin unto death. Uh, and then we have to ask ourselves this too. What does the sin unto death mean? Is it possible for God to punish you for a sin and you still go to heaven?
2: <laughs> well, you just told you know, I don't believe that we go to heaven. I, I think that we wait for the resurrection, but that's a different I know, I, know, I
3: know you don't believe that we don't go to heaven. We might debate about when
2: you go, but definitely I know you believe that we are going to heaven. We're all going to be dead we're going to end up in a new world, and that—I I didn't want to get into that tonight, but— No, no I'm talking right. about Pete. You don't believe at all that we will be in heaven? Not at all. I think that we're going to have a new earth, a new heavens. Yes. Yeah. Heavens is a new heavens and a new earth. The Bible absolutely. talks about it. Absolutely I'll be there with you. I will be okay. there with you, yes. Yeah.
3: This is a new heavens and a new earth. Uh and so in other words, is it possible to sin and get into the new heavens and the new earth?
2: Oh, absolutely. By by okay. the scripture right here that I just read.
3: Yeah. And the, okay, um, right. And then there was someone else, more than one person actually, but there was a man, okay. Who died because of his sin and yet went to heaven can you think of
2: one Uh, Samson Samson committed suicide by God's grace he gave him the power and yet later in the scriptures we see that he um, was he wasn't in heaven in the scripture but it says that he was righteous in God's eyes and I need another example (laughs) where
3: in the Bible is there someone who died because of what he did? He did not obey God, and he died, but he went to heaven.
2: Oh, there's probably quite a few. Let me think. Um, we've N- got name me one. That die, he, but he died because of his sin.
3: Moses wanted to go in. He wanted to be the one to go into the promised land and lead the people. But you, what happened was he sinned. He did not obey uh, him and Aaron. Sin by not obeying God's word, when God said to speak to the rock instead of uh, hit it, he's beating the rock trying to get water off it. So because of that, okay, God told him, you are going to die, you are not going to, you can see the land, but you're going to die, okay? Uh, And Moses prayed about it again, and God said, don't even ask me about it, okay? Okay? Because God had to uh, show the people, that you know you, you can't play with God. In other words, if I let if you let him go, then people would think sin must not be that serious. So Moses did. He went over saw the promised land and he died. But we saw him on the Mount of Transfiguration in the New Testament. Okay, where he was. Uh, do you remember? You know you know about that about that, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. So sure, absolutely. So he was, when, when he was right
3: there with uh, uh, Jesus. Okay, Uh, on the mountain. in fact, in Matthew chapter 17, verse 1, and after six days, Jesus takes Peter and James and John, his brother, and brings them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. Then, verse 3, and behold, there appeared unto him Moses, okay, who messed up real bad, but still it didn't stop him from going to heaven, and Elijah, uh, along with him right and then answered peter and said jesus uh, lord it is good for us to be here if thou wilt let us make here three tabernacles one for thee one for moses and one for elijah okay so here am i right about this now brother is my interpretation right that we you're see doing, moses? you're
2: doing great except i i disagree about going to the heaven but i'm just oh, like well, what, what, what's moses doing there great event well, in Hebrew, Hebrew 10 says that Moses didn't go to heaven. It says that he was waiting for all of us in order for him to be made perfect. But that's well, really well what is happening here
3: to... on the mount? It says here in the scripture, I'm reading the scripture in uh, Matthew 17, which says that after six days, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John, his brother, and brings them up into a high mountain apart and was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah talking with him. So, w- it's a Bible right, is it wrong? Is this a bad translation? Were Moses and Elijah talking to him, as the scripture says here, verse 3?
2: Well, no, he, he was definitely talking with him. But whether or not he was in heaven is well, something that's. Oh, oh so but he just,
3: uh, his spirit was somewhere else then and just appeared well, here.
2: Jesus, Jesus said plainly that no one has gone to heaven. In 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 three in in three thirteen, John three thirteen, Jesus plainly said no one has gone to heaven. And uh, I have in, to in John three thirteen. He said no one has gone. Let's get there. John three thirteen. I like
3: you, brother. At least you tell us where to go. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, pastor. <laughs> so you say in a, is it first John you're talking about?
2: Uh, I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about John three. I mean, you can read. Yeah, John three thirteen. Okay,
3: John three thirteen, where it
2: says. Yeah. Go ahead. If I have told
3: you, uh, John three thirty, and I read into it verse twelve. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven, right? So here, what it's saying, no, no man has ascended up to heaven, okay? but he that came down from heaven. Even the Son of Man, which is, so the Son of Man is talking about who here?
2: The, the Son of Man, he's talking about Jesus. I mean, even Jesus, Jesus said so, that where I'm going, you cannot come.
3: Well, but here, what
2: happens is, notice, what
3: he says is no man has ascended up to heaven. Jesus ascended up to heaven under his own power when he rose from the dead. That's what he's saying. So what is Elijah and Moses
2: doing there on the mount talking with him? And if they're talking with him, then, you know. But they're not in heaven. They were on the mount. I don't know where they came from and where they went to, but they were just on the mount.
3: Well, on the mount, but, yeah, they got on the mount. They were somewhere before they... Uh, went on that mount and they were talking to him also which shows that they were uh you know uh, in in some in some kind of lifeless state or uh, having life
2: with them yeah well, well let me ask you this then in in john eleven eleven, uh-huh. it, he, jesus himself talks about lazarus and he never mentions that lazarus is in heaven and and he he plainly says that Lazarus is sleeping, and I go to wake him up. Um, Jesus, his disciples didn't understand what he was saying. They said, well, if he sleeps, he'll get better. And Jesus plainly spoke and said, Lazarus is dead. I go there to wake him up. And and, uh, there are so many scriptures, probably 50 scriptures in, in the Bible that say that death is like sleep. Well, you're right
3: uh, because the body does it, and on that you're right. Uh, In fact, the Bible backs backs you up because what sleeps actually is the body. It's it's sleep. In other words, that's the term is used for a person who whose body dies. Okay. Notice this in James chapter two, verse twenty-six. For as the body, this is exactly what it says in the text. For as the body without the spirit is dead. It doesn't say the spirit is dead, but the body with the body is what is dead uh, without the spirit. Whereas the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So here it does say, it agrees with you. Yeah, but, the body, but let me just, finish, yeah. the body without the spirit is dead. It doesn't say that the spirit is dead. Okay? So that's where oh, our problem comes. I agree with you with the death part, but the death, it talks about the body, not the spirit.
2: Yeah, so absolutely, the body but the without difference the spirit is dead. The body is dead. The, so faith without works is dead. The is, difference is we wear a body, we have a spirit, but we are a soul. Our spirit is God's breath of life that it says in Genesis that it is the breath of life that God gave us that is our spirit. Our spirit is you. different the than only our thing, soul. The
3: only agreement we have, I agree with you 100%. But what happens is this verse here, verse 26 is clear to me, for as the body... Basically, it says the body is dead, okay? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. It doesn't say that the spirit is dead, but the body is dead. The spirit goes home to be with the Lord. But we've had this discussion before, and my brother, we will have it again, okay?
2: <laughs> I After, love you, my pastor. <laughs> unless the rapture takes place, and uh, then we grow our body, soul, cool. and spirit. Oh, there's there's another subject. We'll get into that one. (laughs) Okay, I'll be ready for it. Thank you for calling. Um, (laughs) Yep,
3: we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
5: Faith Talk Detroit is celebrating Pastor Appreciation Month with a special contest to recognize the many amazing pastors and ministry staffs across Metro Detroit. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to enter our bagel breakfast giveaway for a chance to win bagels and schmear for your pastoral staff. Submit your entry now through October 31st and show your pastor appreciation. Treat them to a breakfast by entering Faith Talk Detroit's Pastor Appreciation Contest. Go to faithtalkdetroit.com for a chance to win a bagel breakfast for your pastor and ministry
6: Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax. For consumers to call and see if they qualify, simply dial 800-506-5493. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Tax helpline today at 800 506 5493 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800 506 5493 to see if you qualify. That's 800 506
1: 5493. This is Daryl Wood. I know you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain. Their shape and they're made in the U.S.A. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium My Pillow for $29.98. Regularly, $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium. Go to mypillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use the promo code Run to win. You will also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheet the My Pillow mattress topper and My Pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code RUN2WIN at checkout.
0: For the
6: best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com
1: There's a new and better way to end sleeplessness, a breakthrough system of technologies that naturally resets your brain for deep, restful sleep brain life center in auburn hills has teamed up with gotta half so you can personally experience and learn about these technologies available now through gotta half brain life center is offering their initial 90 minute assessment and consultation for just 75 dollars that's half the regular price vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately visit gotta you're
0: smart you're busy and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24 7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv.
1: In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, we want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.
6: Right here on Faith Talk Detroit, weekday mornings at 1130.
2: FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit.
6: You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station.
3: to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, looking at Revelation chapter 12, but also going to other places in the Bible where we can talk about the Bible, theology, Christian living, hermeneutics, whatever you want, as long as it's biblical, is welcome on this particular program. And if you enjoy this program, we need your support. You can send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That goes to support this radio program. And I thank all of you for the wonderful job you have been doing, those of you who give to support us. All right? Without you, we wouldn't make it. So we appreciate every donation that you give to keep this program going on. We've been looking at a challenge here in the book of Revelation. Okay? Uh, what is being uh, talked about here, where it says in Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. All right. What is this talking about? Uh, I believe that this... Uh, verse is in the right place it's in the book of revelation and i believe in uh, prophetic studies leads me to believe that what's being talked about here is something happening on the earth okay uh, because of warfare that's taking place in heaven okay? notice we look at it in revelation chapter 12 uh, and let's look at verse 7 which says revelation 12 and 7 and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. So here was a battle that God allowed to take place, because you know, like I know, that actually the devil could just snuff, uh, be snuffed out by God at any time. But this warfare is allowed okay? uh, uh, between God and Satan. Okay? Uh, the purpose of it is so that mankind has a choice. You can either choose to follow God or you can choose the opposite of that. Right? But it's your choice. So he allows it. it. Says here, and there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. So this time, okay, when the devil g- gets kicked out, it's for good. Okay? For good. I don't believe that this is what happened before Genesis. Okay? He got kicked out, but still was allowed to come back into heaven and to complain or accuse the saints of various things. Here, we believe, and those who study Bible prophecy believe, that this is the battle that takes place in heaven. Okay? Uh, and the devil loses. Okay? He does lose, okay? says, and the great dragon, verse 9, this is uh, Revelation 12 and 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Okay, So you see here, it's talking about him and his activities. He was cast into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Okay, And I heard a voice from heaven uh, saying, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them. Before God day and night. And they overcame him. By the blood of the lamb. And by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives. Unto the death. Right. Verse 12. Therefore rejoice you heavens. And you that dwell in them. Okay. So everyone who's in heaven at this time. Rejoice. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And of the sea. For the devil is come down. Unto you. Having great wrath. But he knows. That he hath. But a short time. Look at that verse. Verse 12. Revelation 12 and 12. Therefore rejoice you heavens, all those in heaven. You that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you having great wrath. Because he knows that he has but a short time. What do I believe this is talking about? This is talking about uh, here. Him losing. The devil losing this battle. ...that he launches against heaven during the tribulation period, right? During the tribulation period, okay? And he loses, and he gets cast to the earth, okay? Him and his demons, okay? No longer able to reach into, uh, get into the heavenlies to uh, talk to God anymore, okay? He's kicked out, and he has but a short time. In other words, this is taking place, if you study biblical prophecy, it will give you this kind of a timetable... Uh, that this is talking about the seven-year tribulation. Okay? This happens somewhere there, okay, where he comes down to the earth. He's out of heaven for good, okay? Remember that uh, he used to could go to heaven. We see this in the book of Job and make complaints to God about Job and everybody. This is cut off here. In the book of Revelation, that ends, okay, that him and his demons, they fight, they lose. Now they're regulated to the earth, okay? says in verse 13, and when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman uh, which brought forth the man-child. Now, in your mind, you might be thinking, is that talking about the Virgin Mary? No. That is talking about the, uh, about Israel, all right, uh, the lineage to which Jesus came, okay, being compared here to a woman. But, in other words, it was the nation through the nation that Jesus was born under the Abrahamic covenant, right? So that's what he's dealing with here. And, the, and then it says in verse 14, Revelation chapter 12, verse 14, And to the woman were given two wings of, of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and a half from the face of the serpent. Okay? Because here, as you know, the devil w- wants, wants and wanted to destroy... Uh, Israel. Okay? And that still is coming up in the book of Revelation when we get to Revelation chapter 19. But here, Israel is compared to a woman, the nation is compared to a woman, uh, because that is where the birth of Jesus Christ comes through uh, the Abrahamic covenant uh, and through that nation. Okay? So that's what's being here. Symbolism used to tell you everything. Amazing. Okay? And in verse 14, Again, 12 and 14, And to the woman were given two wings of a great great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into a place where she is nourished for times, times and a half, a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent, was, uh, the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman. That's after Israel, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman. Okay? That's right. That's Israel. Uh, And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out. And the woman, and I'm sorry, and the dragon was angry with the woman, okay, as he has always been angry at Israel, angry uh, because he knew that the Messiah was coming through this line. So it says, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So here we see something that we believe is taking place during the tribulation period, right? And when the devil loses this last battle, okay, that he fights in the heavenlies, he comes to the earth for a short time, okay, because he knows that uh, this is his last hurrah. But one thing for sure, uh, this being his last time to unleash all of his evil power, so-called, okay, Um, he's going to come with a lot of tricks, a lot of cunningness, a lot of deception. It will be unbelievable, okay? And I believe that we're getting closer and closer to the events in the book of Revelation coming to be. Remember, he he comes and the devil is angry, right? And he's going to come down ferociously because he knows he has a short time. Anybody he can deceive, he will. Anybody he can trap, he will. Anyone that he can take away from reading their Bible, from believing in God, believing in Jesus Christ, oh, anyone he can get to sink deep into sin and forget about what the Bible has said, he's going to do all of that. He comes down, okay, with great wrath. Because all he has is a short time. But he's going to lose. He will lose. Because greater is he that is in us, (laughs) those of you listening who are Christians, than he that is in the world. We don't have to worry about the devil or demons at all. All we have to do is keep our focus on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. By his stripes. We've already been healed of our sin, okay, and all the things that could keep us away from him. Praise God. All right. Don't have much time. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Remember, a spiritual warfare conference coming up soon. Uh, just give us a call at area code 313-933-9270 for more information on how to get out to Clawson, uh, Michigan, uh, United Methodist Church, 205 North Main Street. Okay. All right. Okay. This is Pastor Moss. Luke, anything you need to tell me?
6: I hate to kick you out, Pastor, but we got to <laughs> go. It's been a great show. Thanks for everybody that called in and listening in. This is the best Bible teaching talk show in the country.
3: All right. Thank you very much, and God bless you.
5: See you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Tuesday on Truth for Life, Alistair Begg considers what happens when the church loses its biblical focus.
0: When the battle is redefined in political terms, and that is made
4: central then what the Bible says is central becomes inevitably
0: peripheral. Find out more when you tune in Tuesday to Truth For Life with
1: Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today.
0: Tune into to Alan Jackson Ministries for a fresh look at Scripture weekdays at 1030 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or stream at faithtalkdetroit.com. A lot of guys are seeking direction, meaning, and purpose for their lives but struggling to find it. On the next Focus on the Family, radio host and author Brand Hansen makes insightful observations about all that men can be and offers six key decisions you can make to set yourself apart from the rest. Next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Listen to Focus on the Family weekday mornings at 930 on Faith Talk Detroit.
6: You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station.